David, welcome to the show. Excited about having you on. You know, you are one of those uh, people that are on the leading edge of knowledge of what's happening in the industry, right? You and your group are literally, uh, you're studying all the groups that are advancing, and I'm really excited about having you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thank you for having me and the opportunity. You know, at uh, at uh, 3DPM, uh, you guys, uh, first of all, uh, tell me talk, Tell me a little bit more about the name. Sure, yes. Uh, it's an acronym and it stands for 3D Printing Business Media because basically that's what we do. We do media about the business of 3D printing. But we do have plans to make it a little bit more accessible in the future. <laughs> right now, it's very matter of fact. No, it's great. You know, it's great. It, it does definitely describe what you're doing. But what I, what I found fascinating was, you know, all the different places that 3D printing is moving it forward. You know, to me, as we advance in technology, battlefronts, right? Literally each, each little segment is working on a different component of the battlefront and 3D printing as in, in, in multiple genres, right? There's 3D printing in, in multiple areas. Let me talk a little bit about the areas that you study. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a great point. And uh, uh, to be honest, that's exactly why I got into 3D printing when I, when I did. Um, it's because it's, it's in everything. It's, it's a little bit in everything. Uh, and it's in all the most advanced and the most futuristic and, all, you know, everything in the future, everything will be made more and more and more with 3D printing. So 3D printing is at the heart of some of the coolest products, some of the coolest uh, objects that, that humanity is creating today. So that's what makes it really exciting. And the other thing that makes it super exciting is that, as you said, it's in everything. So as a journalist, you know, journalists are like interested. They don't, we don't really know how to do anything. We just know a little bit about everything. So with 3D printing, we are able to look at every single segment and you know talk to the experts of every single segment and, and understand enough that we can you know help uh, other people uh, you know get into it. It's, it's awesome. So talk about some of the different areas yeah. that 3D printing is. So, so I, I know that we, we studied all the time in construction and housing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Originally, I remember seeing it in plastic parts, right? Yeah, I've watched mm -hmm. a lot of it in in welding, right? There's a lot of a lot of welding taking place. Yeah, all the metal. Yes, of course. Um, right. Well, uh, as you said, you know what you said are definitely some of the more most interesting uh, most interesting areas. So, in, in general, three D printing. Um, you know, we can look at it from various points of view. If we look at it from the point of view of materials. You know, we can look at it from the point of view of technologies, but we can look at it from the point of view of materials. So the materials are, you know, the, the plastics, metals, uh, the concrete and cement for the construction, um, ceramics, uh, composites, which is a very interesting, you know, segment. And then, of course, this is a little bit more uh, far into the future, but it is happening cells, you know, <laughs> actual cells, actual uh, animal or human cells. You can actually print with those as well so that that's uh and we can talk a little bit more about that uh afterwards um if we look at it from the point of view of what we call the adoption segments then the most interesting and the most relevant areas are of course uh you know aerospace automotive uh you know advanced automotive luxury automotive aerospace as in you know space space components uh and um medical, a lot of, you know, implants and, and the models for the medical segment. And also, if we look at, you know, there is the whole 
construction segment that is really growing rapidly. Um, there is the energy segment. So there is a lot of 3D printing in, in oil and gas to make oil and gas more sustainable. And we, we can talk a little bit more about that too, but there is a way to do it. You know, it's, it's 3D printing can help, can help to do that. And then, um, you know, there is, uh, uh, you know, those are, you know, there's jewelry, there's consumer products, but I think the most important ones are, you know, the aerospace the, the, um, and the medical segments right now. You know, I think that that's awesome. You know, the, um, for, for me, as I've, I've watched them really move forward in construction, uh, it, it really does excite me. How did, how did you get into this? How did you start looking at uh, 3D printing and how did, how did you get into the whole idea of this? Yeah, thanks for that question. It's actually, so it's a kind of a odd, you know, slide indoors kind of story. But the bottom line is I, I am, uh, you know, I started working as a journalist and as a, a trade journalist. So I always wrote about particular industries in technology. So actually for 10 years, I was a video game industry journalist. So I was writing about the business of video games in the, from 2000 to 2010, more or less. And honestly, I, I saw that industry really blow up from a niche. It was still in, you know, in, in the US, maybe it was, it was already bigger, but in the rest of the world, it was still kind of a niche. And then it kind of blew up. Uh, okay, well, in Japan, it was also big, but, but it, it became a huge mass industry in that time that I was there. Um, and then after video games, I started covering more uh, technology in general. And that's when I learned about uh, 3D printing, because what was happening at that time is, and uh, we're talking around the beginning of the two tens, uh, 3D printers used to, you know, they were invented in the, 90, in the 1980s, but a 3D printer in the 1980 would cost like a million dollars. And what happened in the, in the, in around the two tens is that machines that were Costing you know a hundred thousand, maybe even thirty thousand, uh, you know a lot of a lot of patents expired. So all of a sudden these machines were were, were available for like a thousand, and that opened it up to everybody. You know all of a sudden everybody could have access to a three D printer, and that 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 also made made three D printing more uh, relevant and more more more. Uh, you know a lot of people found out about it, and I happened to find out about it like that. But I also started to look at the industry behind it. And that's what really, you know, kind of, uh, you know, I became, you know, really passionate about. And what happened, I was, uh, I was invited by one of the companies to, to go visit uh, one of the 3D, one of the first 3D printing shows. And, um, and, you know, when you see the, and, you know, you see these things, uh, and all of a sudden, it kind of, uh, you know, it, this whole world opened up, and I just became really, uh, in you know, uh, passionate about it, and I started working for some international uh, blogs covering this segment, and uh, I started traveling and visiting companies and writing about it, and and you know, and and uh, at the same time, the the the, the even the, the blogs that I was writing for, all of a sudden, they were becoming a lot bigger. So you know, the whole thing was was really kind of snowballing, and. Um, you know, kind of like an avalanche and, and, you know, everybody was really excited about it. So I, I, I started shortly thereafter, I started my own company and then we built from there. Uh, this is just to keep a long story, uh, long story oh, short. No, that's great. That's great. You know, you know, I, I think that, you know, when you go to these shows, I, I, I tell people all the time, they're like, well, I'm not sure what I want to do. I'm like, go to shows, go to as many shows. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Get, get out there and, and they're inspiring, right? If you go to World of Concrete, if you're in construction world, go to World of Concrete. It's, yeah. it's it's one of the neatest shows I've ever been to. You 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 go there 
and it opens your eyes and you see all these new ideas and the juices start to flow, right? And that's really where, where what, what, what inspires me about what you do is that you're out there showing people and highlighting stuff that's happening. And that to me is really what inspires people to come up with the big ideas. You know, as I start to look at 3D printing and the 3D printing world, there is some massive breakthroughs, right? The, uh, I, and I think that we're seeing, you know, kind of three main component changes, right? There's kind of the, the material science, right? There's, yeah, there's, there's huge. right. That's kind of a big thing right there. All, all the material sciences, uh, there's a whole group of people working on multiple aspects of that, depending on what, what kind of machines they are, what the material sciences are a big part of that. And yeah. then you've got the actual uh, 3D printer design, and right? Technology, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the technology, and then there's and then there's a software that runs that, right? And and then you know, and then I, you could say a fourth segment is really the workflows that exactly. make it all work. Exactly, the workflows uh, is kind of the the pain point. <laughs> well, and then, you know, the problem I, I've seen in construction is that we try to take uh, a new technology and put it into an old workflow, yeah, and problem is it doesn't work and yeah. we're seeing that on all you know and, and you know and by the way you know whose fault it is it's guys my age right and, and, and <laughs> the new generations that. they are born with the additive I, and the digital manufacturing in their in their heads i see that i see a lot of students i i you know i happen sometimes i, I teach classes and i it's you know it's a whole new mindset and that's what's needed uh to to really start to really exploit the possibilities of of this technology but a lot of older people too, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot oh, of older I, I, I got it. I, I got it. It's, just, it's hard when I've mastered one way of building, right? I, I, we're really good at it. I, the way we're doing now is good, but it's like that book, Good to Great. I, in order for me to go, to go to great, we've got to let go of good. And it's tough, yeah. right? I've got a system I know it may be dysfunctional in some ways. The construction world today may be a, a lot dysfunctional, but it's a system that we know. And we know it's yep. dysfunction and to go to that next level and start to really change and adapt these new ideas and change these workflows. It's a little bit nerve wracking, right? We got, we got to stand out there on the thin branches of life and kind of go out there and go, all right, I, I know I can go out there, but it's a little bit nerve wracking to take that step out to the new places and watch uh, as we, as we start to develop these ideas. So, so let's talk, start talking about some of the, uh, some of the 3D printing places that, uh, the, the, you know, maybe the top ones you're seeing that are really inspiring you. Um, yeah, no, first of all, what, what you said um, about having to, to think things different and, you know, you mentioned how you're familiar with construction. The, the interesting thing about 3D printing is that there are all these different segments, right? But really it's all of 3D printing is a new way of, of doing things. You know, it's a way of doing things that is additive instead of subtractive. You know, you add material instead of removing material. It's 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 digital instead of formative. So instead of making molds, you 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 go directly from the digital design, right? You, from the digital design, you create the part, and that happens in construction where you don't need the formwork anymore. But the same exact issues are in metal. You don't need the die cast anymore. You know, you're you in plastic. You don't need the injection molds anymore. In um, in in uh, you know, you can you can say you can say that for other materials too, or and that's something that's happening today, you can 3D print the molds because even making a mold is actually a really long and time consuming and energy, uh, energy intensive uh, job. And with 3D printing, you can do it faster. 
So in general, uh, it's interesting how all these different areas of 3D printing, they really, they are different. They each have their own peculiarity, but at the same time, they have a, a lot of things in common. Um, well, I, I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, to your point, that whole idea, you know, the, the workflows all change. You know, what I love the most about 3D printing is that literally up into the second you push start, you can make whatever changes you want. Yeah, digitally. yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, like if you're, doing a 3D printed house and you want to add in another doorway and you're Which literally was. standing there and you're getting ready to start and all you have to do is click over and, and move a, a design and, and, and insert another door and up until the second that, that that thing starts, you literally can make changes yeah. as, fast yeah, as, as fast as you can add a door into your design. And uh, I, I think that's one of those spots where, you, you know, those are the things that make it a lot more, uh, fun to play with. Now, Absolutely. The, you know, we were building all the building blocks to get there, all, all of these ideas, and it's just getting used to making the change. Now, I, I often say, if people knew how great it was going to be on the other side of change, we would do it in a second. Yeah, right? sure. we would all we'd all do it. But, you know, it's like, well, I don't know. And, you know, I've, I've done I've changed before. And, you know, I'll, I'll give you a great uh, with the podcast. We changed from one company to another company, and then all of a sudden, all of the numbers and all of our ads messed up, and things happened. And, and we know that we don't like the, the people that were hosting us, but we didn't want to make a change again. We're like going through that change last time was brain damage, you know. So the fear kicks in, but we knew that the company that we were with, so we had to go change again. And it was like, okay, you know, the whole podcasting world is evolving so rapidly. So you know, every time we make these changes, uh, we go back to our worst experience. And okay, I have, have some grace for us as we as we go through that. Absolutely, yeah. And um, you were saying, you know, where are some of the most ex exciting spaces where I see where I see this happening. Um, and you know, I me personally, you know, <laughs> there are a lot a lot of them, right? But I think I'm really I've always been really uh, interested in curious and uh, enthusiastic about space. Uh, so, so when you, and, and a lot of people, I know a lot of people are, and to be honest, uh, you know, let's take uh, SpaceX. SpaceX is one of the biggest adopters of 3D printing. They, they are not very, they, they never were very public about it, but they were, they have been, they're investors in a major company uh, called Velo 3D. They have these metal machines. And why, why do you think they were able, they are able to do what they did, you know, to, to have the, to have these rockets, you know, blow up and rebuild them so quickly and, and improve them so fast because they are able to reiterate so, so much faster on, on the engine, um, on, on, on the mostly they use it mostly for the for the for the uh, nozzles and the rockets and and the, the rocket engines um but they've improved that you know the, just a few months ago they showed um a, a design of the new model of the of the um, uh, is it the draco engine anyways the, the the one the engine that pushes all the all the spacex uh, systems and it's so much smaller it's so much smaller than the first design and it's it's more powerful so it's a lot smaller and a lot more powerful. That's because of additive. That's because with additive, you can make the exact shapes that you need to make the tubes connect in the exact same way that you can optimize space. That's, uh, that's all because of additive. And that's happening, obviously, in aerospace. It's much more obvious because in space, especially to reach orbit, every gram is so, you know, changes the cost so much. Um, so if you can reduce 
a few grams, you can save thousands and thousands, you know, and if you can say reduce kilograms, you can save uh, you know, tens of thousands and even hundreds of thousands. So this is, uh, this is for me, and, and it's not just SpaceX, like a whole bunch of uh, private space companies have now, now popped up that are developing their own engines, their own rockets, and with minimal investment, because all they need is access to a 3D printer. They don't need to make the, the, the mold the, uh, or the die cast that costs, it, just making a, 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 you know, a die costs tens of thousands. With the 3D printer, you just print the part. Uh, so this is happening and this is, for me, this is one of the most exciting things, but this is uh, cascading down to so many other segments, even in, in, in commercial aviation, you know, in airplanes, it's, it's, it's happening more slowly because there are so many regulations in place and it's hard to change. As we were saying before, it's hard to change, right? But also because of safety, but, you know, if you can reduce the, the weight of a plane by a few grams, you can reduce emissions by thousands of, um, of 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 uh, of tons of um, of CO two over the lifetime of the plane. So you know these are all things that, that are directly connected to additive manufacturing. So well, it's I an exciting time. I think you can see, you know, SpaceX. I think has a, this bigger, bolder vision, right? Elon has done a great job of of really taking us, inspiring us all to take that big leap to become a multi planet, uh, you know, world and and have. You know, multi planet civilization, and you can really see that. All right, great, we're going to master 3D printing in the design of our rockets, but we're going to need that to be a multi planet species, right? In order yep. for us to go somewhere, that's we're the other side. Yep, yep, yep. We can't possibly carry all the tools that we need to go build another world, right? To um, even reach the other world, there's no way to reach Mars right. without being able to build replacement parts on board. There's no way. Like you can't bring every replacement part along for six months. <laughs> no, no, right. It, it, it was it's impossible. And, it, and it, so that gets inspiring. You're like, man, we start to think about where this takes us, right? The idea, the big idea is that great, we're gonna make these great rockets. And we're and, and we're doing this with these 3D parts. Now you start to do that same, that same thought process all the way along the way. Now when we travel, we can do that. And you know, I think he's working on a, a bunch of cool stuff, you know, with uh, uh he's also working on the new implant, right? You can very easily see that, uh, you know, at one point in the future, I always use this joke, not a joke, but you know, when I go, it's my cocktail party trick, right? When I go to a cocktail party, I always tell people, all right, if I gave you this, you know, David, if, if I gave you this right here and I said, look, you have to insert this in your body. We've done this a million times and it's, 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 it's going to be perfect for you. It's going to, no matter what, you won't get hurt, harm you in any way. We've tested it a million, a million different people. We've never once had anybody get sick. We're going to put this in your body. And for $300,000, David, for $300,000, I'll put this in your body and you'll never get sick. It'll, 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 it's going to be an onboard sensor that'll check your body. You'll, you'll never get a cold. You'll never get the flu. You'll never get cancer. You'll never get Alzheimer's. This will be an onboard. David, would you do it? I, I would. Would you? I would have to pay, or they would pay me. No, no, you, know, you, know, you have to pay. You here? It's three hundred thousand. Uh, you're saying it's tested and and, and test, test, well, test. Uh, probably yes. I mean, to be okay, honest, okay. it has to. You have to see what the what the context is. But got it, got it. in general, I'm definitely all for uh, technology and and the science and medicine. In, I mean, in, in general, um, you know, I'm my, in my family, there are a lot of pharmacologists, so I, I know you know what things are good and what things are less good. <laughs> so now, for five hundred thousand dollars, same device. 
right? Same device. I put it in you, David, and you can speak 10 languages. And you get the benefit of never being sick, right? And we'll throw in a database of everybody that you'll ever meet. You'll know their name. Uh, yeah, well, that's useful. No, no, I, don't get me wrong. I'm all for, uh, you know, uh, augmentations that can help, uh, you know, have a... Because the thing is, we, you know, people complain about the fact that that life is going faster and faster and faster. And, and you know, people say, oh, everything was slower. It was easier. But it's not about wanting it to be faster. It's just the way it is. You know, there's no way around it. That the world is going to be faster and faster and faster. So you need to adapt with it. It's just the way it is. So I'm all for, you know, yeah, going get, faster. We all, we all get this fantasy world of, like, when things were slower, it was better. No, when things were <laughs> right. slower, your, your, mom, your mom died from a... From a from she got kicked by a horse and she died, right? <laughs> when, when things were slower, you know, you would, you yeah, would drink. Yeah, people drink. forget, forget all the bad, right? And they, they, they drink they, water. They, I mean, they think they, think everybody about, was a king in the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, up until probably uh, the 1800s, we all drank booze. To, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't drink the water anywhere you went. So right. you had, to, I mean, most people up until Industrial Revolution were literally drinking booze most of the days just to keep themselves from getting. You know some sort of water bacterias, right? I mean, so most of most of the farm workers drank some sort of you know low alcohol beer of some of some sort. And until the until the industrial revolution and the and actually literally coffee break came by where coffee was boiled and people started drinking coffee. Uh, and and it was, what's really funny about that is you can see a spike in productivity, right? You can see where our civilization has these has these spikes, yeah. and you start to wonder, well, yeah. what caused the spike? Well, well, somewhere in there you went from people. Well, literally drinking booze because they couldn't drink the water. I mean, you, you would travel around the world and you couldn't stop it. Every you stopped at a pond and drank and didn't know it. All of a sudden, you get you got some sort of stomach ache, right? Now, you know you you didn't trust it. Then all of a sudden, we learned to boil water, right? And those technologies enabled us to go to work. And then the, our bosses said, "Well, if you guys stop and have a couple coffee breaks, our people will be a little bit more focused, and we'll provide you free coffee." And you're like, "I wonder why they did that." Well. It got me moving real faster, right? It got me, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you can see. Uh, I was reading this great book about coffee, the history of coffee, the other day, and it talks about how the entire industry, how the industrial revolution kicks off, almost simultaneously as coffee. coffee. <laughs> and you know, in every science fiction book I ever read, there's always coffee is always there. It's they always <laughs> mention coffee. So, and I'm a big fan of science fiction. But what you were saying brings me a little bit back to why I got into uh, additive uh, manufacturing and 3D printing, because, you know, you, you, you talked about that, that, that line, you know, of productivity that's going up, right? And, and there's no doubt that we, you know, I, let's, you know, we don't have to kid ourselves, you know, the world is consuming more resources than, it's, uh, than it has, you know, we need to, to be able to do something about that. And honestly, that's why, you know, the thing is, we're never going to, you know, how, what are we going to do, right? Produce less. We saw what happened with COVID. Nobody was happy. You know, people produce less, but that didn't work. That didn't help. Uh, and, you know, things didn't get that much better. Uh, so the only thing that I think we can do is produce better, right? Which is, which is what additive can do, you know? There, there's no reason why we can't build and build and grow and grow and, and expand and expand, you know, uh, uh, beyond Earth. Um, we just need to be able to produce in a way that is that is better, that is more efficient. So use less material, produce only what you need, produce it when you need it, produce it with energy that is is sustainable. So um, that is that is uh, from um, you know like it, 
additive manufacturing, especially with metals, is not uh, an energy. It, it is an energy intensive process. It requires a lot of energy. But what energy is that? It's it's electric. You know, it's electricity. It's static. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, you don't need. You, you if you produce locally, you don't need to transport parts. You know, which is a big source of pollution. You can produce locally. So all you need, you may need a lot of energy, but you need to be able to produce that energy in a clean way, and you're set. So it, it all comes down to that. You know, we can if we are able to obtain clean energy. Um, from, you know, from a good mix, from a sustainable mix of sources, then we can produce as much as we want with additive manufacturing. Well, uh, and, so and you're, see, you're seeing that in construction, right? The, the construction world, you know, 9% of every item that's brought to a construction site ends up in a landfill. Right, I mean, I mean, right, you know, right. We, that's we, the we, thing. There's so much waste in the way we do so things. And, and if we could if we could 3D print homes where we take and, and today it's not as efficient as it will be right today it's like solar it, it's it's practicing it's learning it it's, is right I mean, we really are I mean I've seen a hundred different new 3D printers this year and it's it, you know, they're all working on great ideas the nozzle the components yeah. Parts, yeah. Yeah. it's great but and, and as they master it we'll get we'll have a product that can produce and a hundred percent of the items that are used on a job site maybe some minor waste maybe some they're getting better and better at finding ways to take every item that they bring to the job site and use it, right? And and taking that that uh, you know nine percent of all materials thrown in a, in a dumpster, um, and bringing that down. You know, if look, if we you know there's billions and billions and billions of pounds of of materials across this world that are getting built, you know, and if we could take just a five percent of that, if we could cut that number in half, uh, that that alone right there changes our 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 future dramatically as from materials that we waste. And it's, you know, so I think, you know, bravo to the, to the folks that are, that are working on these sciences and you're, you're right on. I think, you know, the, the additive manufacturing makes it, uh, and, and, you know, makes it a much uh, more precise construction method or materials method uh, in using it. So, you know, it, it, as we're making those breakthroughs, I think that's fun to watch. And yeah. And the thing is, um, uh, from when I started covering 3D printing, but it happened before I, I started. Um, so there've been there have been peaks of enthusiasm, you know. Wow, people discovered 3D printing. Everybody's like, wow, this is gonna change the world. And then it doesn't change the world <laughs> because you know it takes time. No matter what, it, it takes time. So a lot of people in the industry, uh, I mean, people outside the industry, sometimes they don't even know 3D printing is happening because you don't really see it. You know, if it's in aerospace, if it's in, uh, if it's in automotive, you don't really care how your parts are made in your car. Um, you know, if they're made by 3D printing, sometimes there are some products, you know, there are some bike saddles now that are being 3D printed that are super cool. And people will want those, not because they're 3D printed, but because they're cool. Uh, but the point is people don't really see 3D printing happening. You know, they don't see this revolution happening. But even from inside the industry, it's going, you know, people are sometimes get frustrated that it's going a little bit too slow. And it is, it is, because it's not easy. It's, it, manufacturing is hard. Is extremely hard, and it's it's a long transition. It, it's going to take a long time, but um, but the point is is that it's not really going slow because it's going slow. If you look at a single thing, you know, if you look at a single company, there are no companies that are growing, like booming. You know, there, there's no uh, exponential. There is exponential growth, but there's no huge companies yet. Um, 
there, there are applications, but there's not that many, you know. But what's happening is that, and this brings us back to what we said in the very beginning, it's a little bit, it's a little tiny, it's a little seed in everything. So if you take it all that together, then it's a big mass of things that are happening, you know? So that's what we do. We, we look at everything that's happening. And from our point of view, it's super exciting. There's so much happening. It's really nonstop. We get like, we write, you know, four or five news stories a day. We, on, on, on the websites, we have a lot of, uh, in, you know, we publish a lot of more in-depth content. There's always, always, always things happening. Well, you, you know, the uh, watching, us, us go, you know, to me, all the ideas are expand and organize, right? So, you know, every time I get a bigger vision, right? Elon Musk says, hey, I want to go be a multi-planet uh, society. Great. And we have a lot of things to organize to become multi-planet, right? There's a lot of ideas. In order to get multi-planet, there's a lot of components. So there's one group that are working on the spaceship. There's one group working on food supplies, one group working on medical advances, all of these, you know, and there's multiple, hundreds of other groups are working on different components of that to get there, right? And, it, you know, when we say we're not advancing or, if, look, if the world changed every time Anthony had a bright idea, about, right. every, about every 10 minutes, everybody would float off the planet about 10 feet. I, I, you know, my ideas would mess up gravity somewhere <laughs> at least sometimes a day, right? I mean, I would, I would, you know, I, I have a harebrained idea, let's run off and Let's go run off and, and do this. And, and the world needs, it has to vet it. it. It kind of feels like to me, like the universe has this way of going, okay, great. 3D printing is great, but we need you to work on a couple of ideas. I, I need some of you to work on the materials. I need some of you to work on the nozzle. I need some of you to work on the software. And these, it's a big idea, but in order for it to be effective, right? You're gonna have to really look at those components and test them out, right? And try them out in different places. You know, if I, if I build a cement structure, uh, 3D printing, you know, if if, the, if I have a hurricane tomorrow, will this whole thing, you know, if I go through winter and summer, does the whole thing crack apart? You know, what are my, what are the ups and what are the downs? You know, we have to know that it's going to work before we run off and do five. It's easy to make changes when I've only done 10. When I, when I do 10,000 of them, I have to go back like, whoops, I did those didn't work. I, you know, now, now I've got a bigger problem and, and it, it kind of feels like that's happening. It feels like you know, yeah. I, I get it. So I, I think that that's, you know, everyone's will see some bigger vision move us. No, I, absolutely. And, and, you know, and even, you know, because what we do is, is media, but more, more importantly, we, we do market analysis and market research, and we really collect data on, on 3D printers. And we, we look at, you know, how this market is moving. Uh, uh, and, you know, just to make, just to, let's give you an example right now, you know, the, the, 3D, you know, manufacturing worldwide is worth uh, 12. Some people say 12, some people say 20. It doesn't really matter, trillions, uh, 12 or 20 trillions. And, and additive manufacturing is probably worth less than 0.01% of that, uh, you know, which is still several billion. <laughs> so it's not, but the thing is, even if it grew at 100%, the next year would be 0.02. And the year after that, it would be 0.04. So it would, it, you know, 
it's there, it's growing 100% year on year, which it's not, but it, it's still growing exponentially. Um, but it's still tiny, you know, before you actually see it, it's going to, you know, but when it gets to the point where it's worth, you know, 100 billion, and it's still growing at 50%, the next year is 150 billion. And the year after that is, you know, uh, 225 billion, etc. And and that then it really starts to become massive. And that's really we, we see that is happening. You know, it, it is happening. The, 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 I don't want to get into Moore's law because it's not the same for manufacturing, uh, but, it, but the, the speed at which to, uh, 3D printers are going is, is uh, doubling every so often. So, oh uh, because it is digital manufacturing, so it is accelerating. And now more and more companies are looking at doing, you know, production runs of, you know, 10,000, 20,000, even 100,000, even in some rare cases, even a million parts. So, so that, that revolution in manufacturing is happening. It's still, it's still going to take a long time though. I, the, um, I was looking at a 3D printer uh, yesterday. It was a WA, WATG's printer. And they're working on a, set, a little bit different. They're, they're, they're actually making the frame of the construction project Okay. Uh, with a 3D printer and a steel frame that makes this that makes it and their buildings that they're building are unbelievable. These curves, I mean, they're sexy. Uh, w, uh, yeah. W is it uh, W uh, W A T G? Uh, okay. They 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 I don't know if you saw that printer, but it is one of the most beautiful designs that they're creating. The, these structures that are curved and round and they can cantilever way out. And, you know, so I think that's what we're seeing is uh, any other other brands that you're seeing, any of the other 3D printers yeah. that you're seeing that are inspiring you? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, so first of all, yes, that's the thing with, with 3D printing, you can make these shapes, which, and this is one of the first things I learned when I started learning about 3D printing and it was so awesome, which are more natural, uh, you know, it's more, uh, because, because you, Geometry, what would you know? We say that the geometry is, uh, you know, complexity is free with three D printing because you're adding materials, you're not subtracting it. So the more complicated the geometry is, the more you know the lattices, the the the, the less you use less material to make a more complex geometry, and that makes it um, that's cheaper to do actually with three D printing. That's uh, much more cost effective. So you have all these these natural shapes, which are remindful of, of fractals and, and they're just so beautiful. And, and really they're made with technology, but they, you know, they, the more the technology advances, it, the more it looks, it looks similar to, um, to nature. Um, th with that said, um, you know, as far as the most interesting companies, um, you know, we look at them from a, from a very much a business point of view. Uh, so, for example, there is this uh, this company in the U.S. called uh, Bello 3D. It's a Silicon Valley company, and they found a way to make the metal parts. Because in 3D printing, I don't know if you're familiar with most 3D printing processes, they require supports, and these supports they need to be removed. So it doesn't. It, it, it's counter. It's it's really counterproductive because it's no it's no longer just additive. It's actually kind of subtractive too. So we don't want supports. And Bello 3D was able, for example, to develop a way to make these metal parts without supports which let you know which means you can make a lot more complex parts than you could before um you know there's hp is is, is really fantastic because hp is just a gigantic company and they really decided to bet 
heavily on 3D printing. So they really have these super fast technologies that are really going, you know, for, for plastics, but now they're going to also introduce metal. So they're going to be doing, you know, parts really, really fast. Um, there is another really cool company in the, in the US called Carbon, which is, I don't know if you, if you saw that, but you know, the Adidas, the future craft shoes. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, great shoe. Yeah, these, <laughs> these oh, soles. Yeah. These are this geometry is all made for is, is all uh, I actually have another pair here, but uh, they're, they're made they're also made with um, you know it's a geometry made with 3D printing and they're, they're producing millions of those now uh, in a cost effective way so that's that's super you know that, that that that's really cool they also invented all these new materials that are more durable to use with technologies that weren't able to do that before when you when you talk about construction our reference is really co uh, is cobod. Uh, I know there are so many companies, but Cobot is, is interesting because they, you know, they're, they've really kind of established a, a leadership um, in the segment in terms of the number of machines they've been able to install. So that, that's quite interesting. Uh, there is another cool company that you should check out. It's actually in Italy, but they're also very present in the US. It's called Caracol. And they developed uh, all these robots to 3D print with the composite materials. So they made huge structures, but made of, uh, of and, and by the way, they're very careful. They're very um, focused on recycled materials. So recycled polypropylene, recycled PET. Um, and they make these huge structures. They just made a whole hotel, like an entire hotel uh, room uh, in, in, in a beautiful place in Italy, all 3D printed, or they did, uh, they did this huge, I don't know if you know who Valentino Rossi is, the, the, the motorcycle uh, champion, and they made a helmet as big as a house uh, for a celebration of his, uh, um, of something. I'm not sure what the, he was celebrating, but um, yeah, it, was, it was really, really cool. And then there are, you know, there is, of course, companies like Strata and 3D systems. 3D systems is the company that invented. It was founded by the guy that invented 3D printing. So, you know, that makes them uh, pretty cool, but they have a lot of different technologies now too. Stratasys is the other, is the market leader now actually, is actually the biggest company uh, in the segment. Um, honestly, I could mention, I could mention so many, you know, there are companies working with advanced ceramic materials that I think are, are really cool because ceramics, are, are, engineers, they say, um, you, you, ceramics are so hard to use. That, so you turn to ceramics where nothing else works. So when you tried plastic, you tried metals, you tried old metals, you tried every, nothing else is, is good enough. Then you go to technical ceramics, like, uh, you know, zirconia, lumina, but these are really hard to shape. And with 3D printing, you can make these really beautiful shapes with this really, really light and hard materials, beautiful materials. And they're also used very much in, in the entire medical segment. Um, and then, of course, there is all the companies that use the technology. So, you know, there's companies making uh, the, the implants. Uh, there's a lot of companies making implants, uh, you know, like bone, knee and, and hip. I mean, that's going to be, it's already very big, you know, several hundreds of thousands of implants have already been produced by additive manufacturing, but it's going to be even bigger. You know, you, you'll be able to, yeah. right now they, they make them, they mostly make them all the same just with a very complex, they call it trabecular structure, which helps the bone grow into it. But in the future, it will be custom made, you know, based on your, on your skin, it will be more custom made, you know, it'll be more affordable to have it uh, made just for you. Uh, so, and then back to the cellular uh, stuff, I think it's really, it seemed so far-fetched only a few years ago, 
But you can now, you know, now there are companies doing this cellular agriculture, you know, they do a biopsy, they grow, they grow cells from, uh, they grow uh, cells as big as a cow from the cells just by feeding them, feeding the cells. And feeding the cells takes a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of water. It doesn't take, you know, it, it, it's, the, it's so much more sustainable than actually growing the poor cow and having to kill it, which I'm not against eating meat. I eat meat. I love it. But, you know, there is, it, we're definitely overdoing it. And there, is, there, there can be alternatives in, this, uh, in cellular agriculture. So there are some really cool companies doing this, uh, mostly in Israel, but uh, all over the world. Um, so this is this is some of the things that come to mind uh, off the because off the top of my head, but there's just so much. I, I I think that you know it's exciting to watch them as you see great brands come out. I'd I'd love for you to come back on the show and do another segment on you know more more of the stuff you're discovering. These discoveries sure. are amazing. You know, look, I I think that there's uh you know it inspires us inspires us to live bolder and and really start to create the bigger idea. David, I, you and your group are great. If people want to find you and uh, look up your, your team and, and, and check out your, your info, uh, what is for them to catch up with you? Yeah, so the, the, the company website is uh, www.3dbpm.com. So it's the initials of 3D Printing Business Media. Uh, we have a website called 3dprintingmedia.network. Um, and... Um, from there, you can find we have several ebooks that we publish every month that are totally free to download. You can all, all these things I talk about every month. We we publish an entire ebook on everything we found out for that month, and those are totally free to download. Uh, we 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 also have a podcast on on three D printing uh, on 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 uh, Spotify or Apple. Uh, you can Thank find you. it. It's called the Three D BPM Pulse Podcast. Um, okay. The Three D P Three D 3D BPM Pulse podcast, um, but 3D BPM Pulse, and uh, it's kind of like the pulse of the industry. And um, we we interview basically people from Additive about their what they're doing. You know, people from the cool some of the coolest technologies and companies, and about what they're doing. And uh, yeah, so the, the, I'm easy to find. I'm also on LinkedIn. It's actually really easy to find me on LinkedIn. It's a pretty it's a pretty big account. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I, you know, I'm, I'm grateful you. for your time. I know how busy you are and all the stuff you got going on. So thank, thank you again for, for jumping on this podcast with me and uh, uh, sharing it with everybody, all the new uh, latest and greatest stuff coming out. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Hey, guys, if you liked our podcast and liked uh, what David and I talked about, David and I talked about today, uh, please make sure you like and subscribe down below. It means the world to us. It really gives us a heads up that uh, we're hitting stuff. And if you have any questions or anything uh, for either one of us, please make sure you put that in the post down below. And we've been happy to get you back some great answers. And thanks for listening. And uh, as always, uh, you know, keep coming back. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Monategi, always looking for people to bring insight into the industry, finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.